Hi, this is Colin Power from Into Infinity. Uh, this is actually a little supplementary broadcast, just on some questions we had coming about the number E. Um, when um, uh, previously I kind of mentioned the curvature of E, let's say we're dividing a line, just for those who remember, in reciprocal space. And as we divide that line, we're creating numbers 1, 2, 3. And we can add those numbers 1, 2, 3 all together. And again, create the next line, 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. It's a sequential numbers from 1, 2, 3, 4. And you're just taking the reciprocal values of the factorials, all of those. So 1, then it's 1 plus 2 plus, then it's 1 plus 2 plus 3. And it's the, reci the reciprocal value, so all over 1, each, each was a fraction. So it's like dividing that space between 0 and 1 into a series of smaller parts and that's how we created something called Aleph 0.5 and from that we knew the density of, density of infinity compared to the whole numbers and that gave us the uh, a clue as to uh, what the function of E is actually about. <clears throat> so just moving on from that I did mention when I was talking about E that so if you take the first line it's just a line there's no division and you call that one uh, if you take the second line you're dividing that into uh, a half yeah and so you could imagine a dot and then when you divide the line into a third, uh, then we get a, a center section for the first time. So we've gone from no dot in the center, a dot on, on E on the, on the first time, E1, and then two dots at E2, F at 2, yeah? So those two dots create a space in between them. And it was that that Cantor was uh, most interested in when he said the density of infinity. If you remember, he was taking out the center section and said, how thin can a line be? Infinitely thin, infinite density, and all this sort of stuff. And that's where we get the idea of density. But actually, we convert the concept a second, and we can say, hey, how, how dense can a triangle be? And so what we've noticed there is that when we divide the line into two, we create a dot. And we can divide that again into another one, two dots. And that means we can place a triangle. All we need to do is separate out the line, isn't it? by the space of one. And when we do, we can create a triangle there. And we call that the E triangle. And in, in terms of infinite stuff, uh, you can say we're going to minus one, because that's not part of it. And we're going to minus two, because that's not part of it. Three is, because it forms the base. So E minus 1.5, uh, because uh, uh, one over one is one. And one over two is, that's right, it's that infinite that's missing. So E's not going to add up that lot. It's going to be it's going to be missing that infinite set. It's going to throw our numbers out a little bit, but we're going to keep it a little bit simple just for now. Uh, in fact, we're going to look at that offset now from the perspective of what we can do with this new number. This new number um, e minus 1.5 is actually uh, 1.8121878 uh, so and so. Uh, so uh, you can see a lot of eights there still, um, but we've broken a few of the other numbers down. The eight in the middle disappeared. Um, you know, uh, and we've got these number sevens coming in, and we've found we've got something there that's sort of um, an interesting mix, isn't it, between uh, uh, an e an e number and something that's looking a little bit different. So let's take that number, and what we can do is we've got our we're going to use uh, the square root of three. I'm going to times it by the square root of three, and you get a number like three point one three three eight eight zero one four nine zero. Um, but what I point out here is that um, uh, remember uh, when we were just talking briefly about the speed of light and we came up with a number 
13 followed by an infinite number of 8s. Um, actually, what we're going to say is, in a way, that's what you're kind of seeing here with the square root of 3. Uh, you're, you're seeing number 3 followed by 13, and, it, and technically you could say it should have been 8888 to infinity, but there's a slight distortion. You can see that as we move through the numbers, remember we had that number 654321. As we get down, uh, sorry, you know, in, in the previous broadcast when we were talking about time, we had um, a number, and then, what was, uh, was it, 20... Um, Uh, yeah, 29, wasn't it? 1929, that was the number, yeah. And then after that, it sort of dis disintegrated. Yeah, so after that, 1929, we got like 1, 2, 3, 4, uh, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 7, 6, 4, yeah, counting, yeah. And that was how we, we were looking at some of those numbers, yeah. With the uh, Sorry, I'll give you the number. It's 19, I found it now, sorry. It's 19, tw uh, 29, uh, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Eight disappears, nine zero, and you can see that's a kind of loop, um, and that would carry on into infinity, uh, just as a, a normal set of numbers. But th that the point is here is that we're starting to see that you know this um, the the light fa factor that we had was uh, with thirteen by an infinite number of eights. And what we're starting to see here is actually that there's a tr double eight there, and there's a thirteen. That's the f that's the first four decimal places after that on that e, yeah, and there's a three at the start, yeah. Um, so. Okay, so triangle is three. Yeah, we get the idea. And we've got this little extra bit, which we kind of explained, I think, in the, the ratio of um, when we were looking at that speed of light ratio is 13, 8 on into infinity. But there's a little bit of distortion there um, because the nature of a triangle and fit, fitting it into a square doesn't want to go exactly. And square root of three also, it's, a, it's, not, a, it's not a rational number. It's, uh, well, it's what we call a, a geometric function, yeah? Um, rather than a number. And so another geometric function, a ge geometric number function, is square root of 5. Uh, let's times it by that, see if you can get a little bit more insight into what's going on. Because um, 3 and 5, um, that's the number 8, isn't it, yeah? So that's 6, yeah? So um, then we times that back, we get the number 4, and point zero five two one seven five um, thirty. So on, so on. As that zeros are quite interesting. Um, notice then, actually, if you just take that middle section, you know, we've got the three there, haven't we? Yeah, on the end there, three zero. Uh, but before that is a seven five, um, and that seven five together, you know, is quite an interesting number. Just roll back. Oh look, a one in the middle of that, and then we've got five two. It's it's two five, but it's just switched around. It's inverted, and it's the four, isn't it? It's, it's the cross. Yeah. So uh, we flipped at. Uh, five has flipped with a two. That's that's to do with the nature of sevens, and that's what it kind of does. Um, and so we've got a, we've got another number there. Anyways, the point, yeah. So um, it makes sense then if we looked at square root of five, square root of three. Let's have a look at square root of eight. Uh, to do that, what we're going to do is we're going to add one because um, uh, we we add one to the the function of uh, one point, uh, you know, e minus one point five, and we're going to add. Just one. So we're just going to take away, in other words, we're taking away just 0.5 now of E, yeah, because um, we're going into a higher higher function, number 8, yeah. Um, and so we're going to put that one back in, um, partly because it's a bounce number. And so um, when we do that, uh, actually, you can see what happens. As, once we add that one, uh, the result actually becomes very close to the square root uh, of 8. It's actually just under. It's 7.954 uh, Eight four nine five six two so 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 forth. But the uh, tension here is the this this, this first break here. It's that like seven point 
Okay, let's say it should be nine, 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 nine into infinity. But what happens is, is that that five four, it just appears. It's like a break in the nine, nine, exact even break, and that then creates a wave through the rest of the base ten and destroys everything. And that's why that zero there is after that five four. So um, we're just looking at some of that stuff. How do we know that's kind of true? What I'm saying? How comes I'm just not making up number rubbish? You know? Uh, well, what we do is we do what we call comparative analysis in um, in fourth dimension. Yeah, and we can do that really easy with fourth dimensional calculators, as you can imagine. I'm going to do it with pen and paper, make it a little bit slow. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to write out our root three number at the top of the page, and we'll write the uh, root five number at the bottom. And let's just write. Uh, let me we'll do what we do. We'll just write um, the uh, root 8 result that isn't quite there, is it? So we're just going to write that above uh, uh, each one. And we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to link all of the numbers up. So uh, 3 is going to link to 7. Uh, 1 will link to 9. This is on the root 3 to um, the root 8 function. Uh, 3, uh, yeah, 1 to 9. 3 to 5. 8 to 4. 8 to 0. 0 to 6. 1 to 8. 4 to 4. 9 to 9. 0 to 5. And then we're going to go back on the other function. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to link it up the other way. We're going to go four to seven, zero to nine. Yeah, this is on the on the on the root five function. Five to five, two to four, one to zero, seven to six, five to eight, three to four, zero to nine, and zero to five again. Oh, look, it's zero to five again. That's that's handy, isn't it? Yeah. So that uh, makes a nice number five right at the end. Um. For both for both functions, if you so, what we're going to do is yeah, that's right. We're going to add each individual digit together, and we're not going to collapse it in base ten. We're going to write each number each number as a normal number. Um, so um, so let's start with the start there. As you can see, you know what happens at the top there. We've got like seven plus three, for example, will equal ten, but seven plus four will equal eleven. Yeah, so we're combining this th this three and this four above, yeah, and we're seeing that the difference here is ten and eleven, yeah. And so as we go on and do that, like we find the next number ten, and that will be associated uh, with sorry, next number ten because it's associated with one and nine added together from the root three. So that'll be on the on the from the root three to root eight would be ten on the next on the on the second count. That's e two, yeah. Uh, whereas coming up on the bottom function, we have zero mapped to nine which equals nine yeah so we can map all of those numbers right the way through uh to one two three four five six seven eight nine ten digits let's do that yeah ten digits including the first one will be a decimal point so nine after the decimal point uh and what we find here then is that we find a, a certain number numbers emerging yeah so uh let me just go through the numbers uh the, the uh, so the top one, the first one I'm going to say is for the root 3, and the second one I'm going to say is for root 5, and you can write these down. So root 3, write that at the top, and make another line underneath root 5, and it's going to be uh, 10 to 11. Yep. Then it's going to be 10 to 9. Then it's going to be 8 to 10. Then it's going to be 12 to 1. Then it's going to be 8 to 13, 6 to 13, 9 to 13, 8 to 7, 8 to 9, and then finally, 5-5. Five, five. So what we're really looking at there, if you analyze the numbers, is you can see how the number 10 is, you know, because we, we can see the numbers growing and shrinking again, how it grows from the number 10, 11, and then splits and divides. You see what I mean? 11 is, uh, if you added them together, 10 plus 10 on the top there, that's 20, and 11 plus 9 is also 20, yeah? And we get the same sort of thing here with the 20, don't we? 8 plus... 8 plus 2, 
12, sorry, is another 20, isn't it, yeah? But when we go down, um, we've got 10 plus 1, it's only an 11, yeah? So we're falling short of 9, but we can take the 9 from before, and we can add that, and we get our 20 again. And so once we get that first set, you, I'm trying to you know, point out what's kind of going on, yeah? Um, then we're finding out a little bit of what happened because then we get to 13, 8. And once we do that, we've got these two separate times of numbers and they're adding together and making a 20. So can you understand what we're really doing here is we're breaking down that base 10 and we've got to the numbers 8, 13. <laughs> Interesting Fibonacci number sequence. Yeah, it's in there. Um, but also, you know, 8, 13 is, um, a, yeah, it's a divine ratio in nature. But what we're actually saying here, look, think about it. This is coming from the number E here, you know, and the square root functions of root 3, root 5, and then we're going to plus 1 and do root 8, yeah, root 8 plus 1, yeah. Um, and on the, on the number. So, and, and what we're doing is now we're kind of, remember it was 88888 and we wanted to decode that 8888 and root 8 can do, help us do that with the help of 3 and 5, uh, the root numbers. And so now what we're seeing is a new way of uh, like looking at the numbers, um, of, of comparing these numbers. And notice that after three of those 13s, yeah, which goes 8, 6, and then suddenly we're coming up to 9 here, what happens is we get back to uh, 8, uh, 8 to 7, yeah, so think about it, 13 plus 3, uh, sorry, 13 plus 8, uh, that gives you your 21, doesn't it, it's the 1 carried over, yeah, 19, yeah, see how we're dropping down, because that 1 is missing, isn't it, it's just missing off the whole lot, yeah, 18 plus 13, 21, yeah, uh, 9 plus 3 then equals 12, and see how that's come down to 2, Oh, look, it's taken that 8 from before. We can get back up to our 20 on that, can't we, yeah? Uh, but when we start to get there, and, start, and then suddenly the, the bottom one will drop, or we have a 7 to 8 on the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the 8th place, and that's going to be, in the 8th place, a 15. Um, and, but then suddenly we get to the largest number, which is 18 to 9. And really, you know, you're at a whole doubling function there on the 9th place, and then at the tenth place we have five five, which is a division of the of the base, the number ten, into two equal parts. Think about it. We've got nine that ends up being doubled, and ten that end up being divided into two parts. It's going to take a little bit of intuition for you to sort of start to grasp this base ten decoding. But what you can see is actually, you know, a lot of people have, um, you know, laughed at the concept of you know, numerology and uh, adding these numbers together in, uh, to to form dig single digit systems. But really, actually, uh, there, there's actually a mathematical logic to it. So, you know, if you're a mathematician who's um, you know been thinking that all of that uh, additive math is just, um, you know, um, where you add numbers together, blah blah blah, is just a load of rubbish. Actually, there is a, a lot of stuff in there uh, but you just need to sort of approach things from fourth dimensional mathematics where we can do these calculations like root 3 root 5 uh, and root 8 all, of, all at the same time and make the comparison and then just see the wave you'll see the wave it will, it will be like wow wow and you'll see it happen you know um, and so you know that's all, all part of the game really okay so look um, that's just giving you a little tiny insight into how we can use fourth dimensional mathematics mathematics to, to sort of rip apart a number in a way and just properly uh, view into it. And I've just done it on a piece of paper and you can imagine once you get your 40 calculators going, um, you can do a lot lot more with uh, real proper shapes waves and looking at stuff like that So that's it from uh, Colin Powell this week a little bit on the E triangle and how we uh, decode that triangle uh, using the square root of 3 square root of 5 and plus 1 times the square root of 8 
thank you very much for listening and I hope that's been interesting a little bit deep one there for the mathematicians um, and a lot to think about I'm sure we'll have some comments on that we'll try and get back to you with everything uh, and more broadcasts coming shortly in the meantime uh, tune into uh, intoinfinity.com and uh, we will have uh, you know, more, more posts and everything like that you can find out more about fourth dimensional mathematics or sign up to our mailing list and join our community thank you very much everybody uh, great to have you on board my name is Colin Powell you guys are awesome and have a great day